Hi, good to see everybody. Tuesday is finally here. We're going to start off with the tweet that we started off with on Saturday because it's really what this podcast is all about. Chip Roy, Congressman Chip Roy, I admit my shame. Against my gut, I accepted 15 days to flatten the curve out of deference to the POTUS and the possibility the virus would be worse. I immediately, within 15 days, called for a firm reopen date and took heat for that, by it. but I admit my error and I apologize. That was just simply four days ago. And I want to launch by saying this. This is what every single COVID caving pastor, church member, church attender, conservative, and everybody who gave one inch to COVID mitigation, whether you masked, whether you quarantined, whether you social distance, whether you hyper washed your hands with alcohol gel, whether you locked down your churches, I don't care if it was for a day. Congressman Roy is just talking about 15 days. Many, many churches are still not open. And many, many churches are still mitigated. And many, many churches closed for months, weeks, months, days, and now going up over a year. And you have Chip Roy, where I don't know where he stands in the Lord, but he is broken and contrite and says, you know what? I admit my shame. I bought into the response hoax. COVID-19 is a real virus that was manufactured through the funding of Bill Gates, through the funding of the United States government, through the funding of Anthony Fauci, through the funding of Bill Gates, and, and through the funding of the CCP is a manufactured virus. It's real, but it's a manufactured, probably bioweapon. But it's a real virus. But even this, he, he says, you know what? It's not that it's not a real virus. It's how virus. It's that it's how I responded to the virus. And I was wrong for everybody watching on YouTube. Don't forget. We're going to be cutting the link here in just a second. Can't stay on YouTube. We have too many strikes. They're about to ban us for life. So we're getting off of there for now. Go to blackrobetv.com. Go to tomlifeweed.com. Go to rumble. Go to Facebook. We're still live on all of those things. We'll always be live on Rumble. Tom Lipley and Black Robe will always be there. Who knows about uh, Facebook? But you know, YouTube is, is the worst of the worst, and they are gone. So anyway, that is what every single person, if you're a public figure, figure like Chip Roy, you need to go out and say publicly, I was wrong. If you're a Christian, God will restore you that way. You know your churches and your ministry are not what they used to be prior to you caving to COVID. And simply starting your church up again, reopening your church is not enough. That is not Jesus style. That is not the word of God. The word of God is from that time Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter four, verse 17. You must, if you are a leader, if you're not somebody who's leading people, then you just need to admit your shame to yourself. We've listen, it's we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I'm not even calling it sin. I'm calling it stupidity. But if you're a Christian leader, you're a conservative leader, you need to get out and say, you know what? I was wrong. It could it be any more obvious as you see the proliferation of vaccine passports around the globe. Could it be any more obvious as you see the vaccine tyranny? We had the COVID tyranny. For, for all of these months, for basically 18 months, and now we've now transitioned into the glorious COVID slash vaccine tyranny. It's not, it's not painfully obvious, and yet you still see Christian leaders 
that are out there pushing and pimping the vaccines. It's amazing to me that people can't see it. It truly is. But I really believe it comes down to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Many of you, and I know that you're watching. I know that there's a lot of you who can't stand me that are watching this right now. And that's fine. You're more than welcome to watch. I'm not a leftist, so I will never try to ban you from anything. But a lot of you, you're like, you know what? I'm never going to admit it because then people like Tom will know that they were right. I already know I'm right. You should know that I'm right. You should know that everybody who took a stand like Rodney Howard Brown, like Archer Pulaski, like Jonathan Shuttlesworth, they were all right the entire time. You were wrong. I've been wrong many times in my life. You know what I do? I go and deal with it. I was wrong. I say it out loud. Wherever, wherever it need be, I say it out loud. I was wrong. Will you do the same thing? That's the question. You want worldwide revival? You're, you're not getting worldwide revival. You're not getting a revival in your church just by simply reopening your church, calling yourself a patriot pastor, not being able to stand Joe Biden, and now taking a stand against COVID without dealing with the very fact that you closed your church for weeks, months, or a year or more. You've got to deal with it, pastor. And here's the thing, pastor, Christian leader, conservative leader, whoever you are, you have to deal with it. Because people like me need to know where you stand. Because are you going to cave again? If you don't admit it that you are wrong, we all think you're going to cave again because you will. What's the next thing that they're going to ask you to close your church down for? It will be climate change. They will say that it's for legitimate reasons, and we'll get deep into that later. Uh, let's go to this one. This is a BB video. This is Jordan Peterson. Played this on Saturday. Again, I'm kind of launching from the same place, but you got to see it. Play it for me. How an ordinary person transforms into a, a Nazi murderer. And I had to read that. I said, but don't you compartmentalize it. This is about you, right? This isn't about someone else. When you read history, you think, well, that's about someone else. It's like, unless maybe you're a victim and you identify with the victims. It's a very rare person who reads history and identifies with the perpetrators. But unless you read history and identify with the perpetrators, then you don't understand history at all. And so who wants to understand that? And I get my students, I said, look, I've told them this for 30 years. Here's something you have to understand. If you were in Nazi Germany, the statistical probability is overwhelming that you would have been yeah. a perpetrator. Yeah. Right? You think you would have rescued Anne Frank. It's like, think again. Those people are very, 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 very rare. They put their lives on the line to do that. They put their families' lives on the line to do that. You think you're one of those people, really? like that all that means is that you know nothing you know nothing about yourself you know nothing about people you know nothing about politics or economics or history it's a harsh lesson many of you who quarantined yourselves strapped masks on your face locked your churches down you believe you believe that you would be an Anne Frank rescuer you couldn't take a stand when it was a 99.9% survivable virus and you think that you'd put your butt on the line, your family's butt on the line if they were coming after your very life? Back then, if you got caught harboring Jews, you were executed on the streets by brown shirt firing squads. And you think that you take that stand, all you guys calling yourselves patriot pastors now? 
And you're, you're devoted. You're like, you know, we're devoted. We're, we're against, you know, abortion. You've been like that for years. I get it. Don't do much about it and rarely preach about it, but you're against it. Can't stand Joe Biden now, all that, and you're speaking out against it. But you yourself locked your church down for months, all at the behest of a lawn dwarf named Anthony Fauci. And Jonathan Shuttlesworth reminded me of this today when I was watching his Bible study program. That Donald Trump came out even a short time after, and I've hit Trump hard, and he deserved to be hit hard in his response to COVID and his developing of these blood clot vaccines, being behind the developing of them. But Donald Trump, very shortly after, somewhere in the neighborhood of May-ish, somewhere of 2020, said, you know what, all churches, I deem all churches essential. And you had an evangelical leader who I know the name. Huge name, book writer, church of thousands, everybody knows his name, came out and said, you know what, President Trump, you don't decide when we open or close churches, we do. That, that was the stand. Now, that same pastor would probably consider himself an Anne Frank rescuer, but what he would probably be is a perpetrator back in the 1930s Germany. And so would almost every last one of you who ever strapped a mask on your face for a 99.9% survivable virus. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that to condemn you. Condemnation means to be deemed useless. I never said that. I'm saying it to starkly bring you into the realm of reality of who you are and what you need to do. What you need to do is turn um, repentance is a change of mind brought about by a change of action. That's what you need to do. Your change of action should be no longer complying. Also, if you're a leader verbally coming out and saying, I was wrong. I was complicit. I was cooperative. I was capitulating. I was a knee bender. You just need to say it and get it out. We've all acted as cowards in this life. We all have. Everybody, I have numerous times acted as a coward. I repent of my cowardice. How about you? I know some of you are watching. I know mainly I'm preaching to the choir. I know my audience. I'm just saying I know there's 20, 10, 20, 30, 40. I don't know how many people that, that need to hear this right now. All right, so that's, that's the preaching. You might be wondering, Tom, we've heard this from you before. Listen, I am on a mission. I'm on a twofold mission right now. Twofold, but maybe threefold, because I always want to win the lost. It's always about souls. Want to win the lost. I want to redeem the church, and I want to lay hands on the vaccinated. Yes, I said the vaccinated, because I want to, through the power of the Holy Spirit, leach that blood-clotting, immune-suppressing toxin out of your body. That's what I want to do. I want redemption. I want all of you redeemed. I want the church, even the art churches, I cannot stand. You are welcome to repent and start preaching the Bible. And to, and to gain a spine, to gain a biblical spine. You are more than welcome in my fold, but you have to come my way. And what I mean by my way is I read the Bible and I stand in the Bible. A, a virus comes our way. What do you do? You flip open through the Bible. You find out what do you do? Let's see, Matthew chapter 8, verse 17 says, He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. No problem with a 99.9% survival virus, right? Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Lord, I ask you to keep that virus off me and my family. In Jesus' name, it's done. 
And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. I bind that virus in Jesus' name. I loose divine health in Jesus' name. It's done. You have to stand in the word. That's my way is not my way. My way is the way, which is Jesus, which is the word of God. I stand in the word of God. I never say this. I never say at Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, binding and loosing. I never say, well, you know what? I believe that verse, but you know, you have to use wisdom too. This is about a virus. I don't do that. You know why? Because that's what's called heresy. God doesn't need you, the formed, to say to the creator, you know what? Let me add my wisdom to what you say. God does not need that. Think about how insulted you would be if your 12-year-old son or daughter came up and started giving you advice about life and then times it by a trillion. And, by, and, and that's exactly the same thing when you go up to God and you say, you know what? I like your Bible verses, but you know you have to use wisdom. So that's what we are all about here. I'm never going to stop. We are going to put the truth out and ye shall know the truth. The truth doesn't set you free. Knowing the truth sets you free. John chapter eight, verse 32. Here's some truth for you. BB video. Oh, correction. No, no. What's the, what's the first video? I screwed this order up, Baron. What is it? Okay. All right. Uh, I've got my, I've got this all out of order. All right. Galloping gay video, head exploding. Yep. Talking about vaccines. Play it for me. In Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. So the deaths in Taiwan from the vaccine itself are outnumbering the COVID deaths. Let's go to this one. Joel tweet. I wanted to show you this before we went on. This is where I screwed up the order. I wanted to show you this picture. This is a picture. Now, remember what Jordan Peter was talking about. He said, would you have been a, pet, a perpetrator or somebody who saved Dan Frank back in, in nights, a, rescu, a rescuer or a perpetrator? You see, I want you to know something. You put it on the big screen. No, yeah, there you go. And make it bigger. What are those guys carrying right now? That right there is in Germany. See, what we are dealing with here is a common demonic spirit of murder. That's what they never listen. Your spirit, it will be, will live for forever. There's not a person listening to me right now that will not live for forever. You will live forever, whether it's heaven or hell. You will live on earth, heaven or hell afterwards, no matter what, you'll live for forever. Same thing with demons. They live for forever too. They were around back in Nazi Germany. So they had, back then, it's a mockery of humanity, a mockery of those created in the image of God. Because you have the demons back back in the 1930s, probably the exact same ones now, that had Germans put yellow stars on Jews, and now Germans are putting yellow markers on themselves, saying, I'm vaccinated. That's your COVID pass. That's your vaccine passport in Germany. Do you see how the devil mocks humanity? The crea- those created in the image of God? That's their vaccine passport right there. Back then, it was a sentence to death. Now it's a sentence to a marginalized, controlled, marked life. 
Funny how the enemy works. It's always a common spirit. It works that way every time. All right, let's go to the Joel tweet. Remember what I told you just a minute ago. Out of Taiwan, there are more people. This, you know, that's absolute fact. Nobody can argue with it. I don't know why. I, I would love to ask. Peter Ducey needs to go to the next press conference with Peppermint Patty, with Jen Psaki, and ask these questions. Explain to me, please, how this is a pandemic, because what you guys are pimping every day is that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Now, we just saw in Taiwan, there are more people dying of the vaccine than of COVID. Now we have here in in, uh, England, our strongest ally, our longest term ally, we have England during the weeks, uh, weeks 36 of 39. So that's, that's where we start. And yes, I did this on Saturday, but it, I may have even done it on Thursday. You have to know the numbers so that you, it's not just, well, you know, the vaccine kills people. I get it, but you got to know the numbers. That's like saying, well, it says in the Bible, you got to know chapter and verse saying that it says it in the Bible is not nearly as effective as chapter and verse. So weeks 36 to 39, which brings us about up to October 14th, 12th, somewhere in there, the end, very end of September into October of this year. And of course, the same in 2020. So in England, during the weeks of 36 to 39 in 2020, there were 571 COVID deaths. There you go, right? 571 COVID deaths. In the same period, one year later, one year later, now we got everybody vaxxed. I believe their vaccination rate in England is upwards of 70 to 80%. So in that same period, so now we're in 2021, weeks 36 to 39, there were 3,026 COVID deaths. So explain to me Jen Psaki, Peppermint Patty, explain to me Joe Biden, explain to me Anthony Fauci, explain to me NIH, Explain to me to all the the vaccine pimps out there. Explain to me how it is that four to five times as many. I'm just gonna, the the math is basically five times. How five times as many people have died of COVID-19 in a 70 to 80 percent vaccinated country in comparison to the exact same weeks a year before when there were no vaccinations in 2020. No vaccinations. Week 36 through 39, 2020, no vaccinations, 571 deaths. 571 COVID deaths. Week 36 to 39, now we're in 2021, everybody vaccinated. And you have 3,026 COVID deaths, an increase of 400%. So how is that that possible? How How can that be? You know, the idiots will tell you this. The idiots will say, well, that's because everybody's vaccinated, so all the patients are now vaccinated. That makes no sense. The only way that makes sense is if you do this. I call it red shirt, blue shirt. If you put 90% of the population in blue shirts and 10% of the population in red shirts, of course, most of the people dying of COVID would be in the blue shirts. But when you're vaccinated, it's not the same comparison. It's apples and oranges because the vaccination is supposed to eliminate the possibility of you dying of COVID. They even still say that all the time. I see even people who are very informed, make sure you leave that up for me because I need those stats. Even people who are very, very informed about COVID 
will say, well, the, the vaccine is good to limit hospitalizations and deaths. How's that possible? Put that back up side by side. How is it possible? Now, look, if it eliminates hospitalizations and deaths, then how is it that of the 3,026 people that have now died of COVID this year, in comparison to the unvaccinated 571 a year ago in the same time frame, 75%, 2,281 of those deaths were fully vaccinated. Explain that. I want Peppermint Patty to explain that on national television. Come on, Peter Ducey. Somebody, if you know any way to get this to any big name media figure, ask them this because I guarantee you they will have no answer. No answer whatsoever. Let's go to Stacey Rubin tweet. 80% of German adults are fully vaccinated. Keep that in mind. In September, Germany reported over 10% excess mortality. In other words, 10%, folks. You need to understand how huge that is. 10% more people died this year in totality in Germany in September than in 2020 September. 10% more. 80% vaccination. Strange. And you know, you hear Dr. Uh, Charles Hoff and you hear Dr. Ryan Cole speak about these things, and they actually look at slides. Unlike Anthony Fauci, who looks at nothing but Joe Biden's butt crack, these guys actually look at slides under microscopes. And they actually say, this is what is happening. And what Dr. Charles Hoff is seeing, what Dr. Ryan Cole is seeing, Dr. Ryan Cole, board-certified pathologist from the Mayo Clinic, What they are seeing is the destruction of people's immune systems called antibody enhancement syndrome and or capillary blood clotting, which can be determined by a simple D-dimer test. That's what they are seeing. So I wonder why they're having 10% more, 10% more deaths in 2021 September than 2020 September in Germany when 80% of their population is vaxxed. Could it be the vaccinations themselves? Could that be it? There is no could be, folks. There is no could be. This is a gigantic problem, she goes on to write, as extra Germans dead in one month. About 7,800 more Germans died this September than last September. 7,800 people. Sounds strange, doesn't it? Because I know that according to the VAERS report, We have 17,000 people more that have died this year than last year on the vaccines alone. Strange how that works, isn't it? And allegedly, according to the Harvard study, that bastion of right-wing conservatism, that's only 1%. All the information coming into the VAERS report is only 1% of the actual data. We've had 17,000 minimum. Thomas Rents' lawsuit alleges another 45,000. So you're looking at 62,000 minimum minimum and Thomas Rents's federal lawsuit has a whistleblower from the VAERS report from the CDC whoops highly vaxxed Scotland is seeing the same I read an article out of a main Scotland newspaper everybody dying there is double vaxxed and they're keep they keep saying that it's a pandemic of the unvaxxed no Listen, I'm telling you right now, if you're unvaccinated, you have the superior, I'm talking about way superior immune system than those with antibody enhancement syndrome 
which Ryan Cole talks about, Dr. Charles Hoff talks about. Follow those guys. They actually pull up slides and put them under microscopes and actually look at actual cases. Unlike Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci, Leanna Wing, and all the rest of the COVID Nazis that are out there right now. All right, here we go. PLC tweet. I need the tweet first. Oh, you got it. Okay, you got it. What is going on in Europe? COVID mortality during weeks one through 40 has more than doubled. How can that be? I mean, Moderna's there. Uh, 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 Pfizer's there. Uh, AstraZeneca's there. How could that be? COVID mortality during weeks one through 40 of of last year? Uh, No, that would be this year. Has more than doubled compared to last year. It's no different than here. Joe Biden has already surpassed Donald Trump's total COVID deaths. let's let's see joe biden february march april may june july august september joe biden has been in office for eight and a half months donald trump had 11 months of covid and joe biden in eight and a half months has already surpassed his death total joe biden is averaging 39,000 covid deaths a month donald trump averaged 32,000. and i don't believe any of those numbers because they come out of the cdc i'm just telling you that's their own lying corrupt propagandist numbers that are fighting against them COVID mortality during the weeks one through 40 has more than doubled compared to last year. So when there was no vax, there's half the deaths. While I thought vaxes were going to end the pandemic. There's more than double the amount of COVID deaths in comparison to when there was no vaccination. So how is it that week after week after week, they can get away with this because we have no centrist media. We have no media that simply wants the truth. I mean, I put all, whether it's Gateway Pundit, whether it's Dan Bongino, The Federalist, many other institutions that I love, I think they are totally right. And in our centrist, they are just telling the truth. But there is, but everybody looks at them as right wing. So I just, if there was any sort of media that both sides would look at, I wish my family would look at this. My family, which is on, on most of my family on both sides is fully vaxxed. I w- why don't you look? These are the facts. There's no arguing with this. Weeks 1 through 40 is more than double compared to last year, while excess mortality is actually lower this year. Moreover, reported COVID deaths are two times higher than excess deaths. Put up the put it on the big screen for me. So there's the numbers. European Union COVID mortality. 2020, 153,000. 2021, 408,000. Look at that number, the blue. COVID mortality with no vaccinations with it in a longer period of time. Does everybody get this? 2020, I'm pointing, I, I got to point this way. I have my screen, I reads over here. I'm pointing over here. In 2020, when there were no vaccinations, the total deaths in, in, in the European Union, 153,823. In 11 months, in 11 months, maybe even more, because it started in December. And, and many people think it actually started early in that, but just for simplicity of things, 11 months starting in March. So in only eight and a half months, well, nine and a half months, because we'll just, we're going years now, not Donald Trump's reign. So now in nine and a half months, it's more than doubled with everybody vaccinated. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the European Union without a vaccine passport 
allegedly keeping you safe? Their death rate has doubled with the vaccines. You want to get you want to you want to cut it in half? Go back to when you weren't vaccinating. You know why? Because when you take this vaccination, you get what's called antibody enhancement, antibody dependent enhancement. That's what you end up getting. That churns your antibodies because they're trying to read, which they're not capable of doing, a mutational shift virus. These antibodies that were created by the vaccination, the S spike protein injected into your body by the trillions, they turn those antibodies into an incapable antibody. It, it, it cannot read a mutational shift virus, which is the flu, which is the common cold, which is any coronavirus, which is COVID-19. So it cannot read it. What it does is it attached to it, attaches to it. It does not kill it like it's supposed to. It migrates it throughout your body. And the S spike proteins coagulate inside your capillary veins and cause S and cause capillary blood clotting. They're two separate issues. So now people are actually, they've been injected to fight COVID, but in actuality, their body has been turned into a vessel incapable of fighting COVID. Hence the reason you have double the death count in the European Union in nine and a half months in comparison to 11, and 11 months, 11 months, 11 months where there were no vaccinations. I don't know what's going on over here, guys, but it's got to stop. We have some noise going on in the studio. So you have 11 and a half months of no vaccinations, half the deaths. Eight, eight nine and a half, 11 months, well, 11 months, and you have half the deaths. Nine and a half months with the vaccinations, double the deaths. So explain to me how the vaccines are saving anybody's lives. You, you, you don't need, there's no even explaining that. Explain to me how the vaccinations are not taking people's lives. That needs to be asked to these COVID pimps. Ask Bill Gates that. Why is nobody asking him that? Because nobody's granted access to him to ask him that. Like and share this portion or this entire video. Let's try it right now. Most of you, when you hit share, it won't let you share it. Or it'll maybe it'll fraudulently tell you that you're sharing it. They try to, they try to uh, keep my audience as little as they possibly can. For somebody who, who only really reaches hundreds at a time, I don't know why other conservatives or other you know conservative pundits, even some that say somewhat close to the same things I do, they leave them alone, but they're always coming after me to suppress my outreach. So like and share as much as you can. This information needs to get out. Think about it. How many of you knew that double the amount of people in the European Union have died of COVID-19 in 2021 in comparison to 2020 when nobody was being vaccinated? Think about, think about the audacity that it takes to walk up to a microphone and actually say, you know what, the pan this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed or the salvation of the world is the vaccination when double the amount of people have died when the vaccinations were available. Think about the audacity of it. Speaking of that, the epitome of audacity is going on right now in Chicago. Let me set it up here with Lori Lightfoot, play it for me. State law. What we've seen from uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, and particularly the leadership, is a lot of misinformation, a lot of half-truths, and frankly, flat-out lies, in order to induce an insurrection. 
Um, and we're not having that. And so we want to make it very, very clear um, that the law is on our side. <clears throat> we feel very confident about it. And what he, what he said, even after uh, what I heard that he said, even after um, the lawsuit was filed and we notified them, is urging members of the department to ignore their chain of command. And let me be very clear about this. John Cantazara has destroyed his police career. Destroyed it. He's not fit, and he's never going to go back to um, the department in any kind of active position. I don't want him to, to lead these young officers astray and have them destroy their careers like he's destroyed his. If you ignore a directive of your supervisor, or worse, a direct order that's, uh, that's lawfully given, you're going to destroy your career. That is going to follow you forever. Over what? Going to a website, clicking yes or no, and if no, saying that you're going to sign up for testing? Really? That's worth it? Uh, the answer is yes, Lori. It's worth it. You have no right, and everybody should be dropping HIPAA like bombshells in Chicago. They have no right. They have no right to even ask you that question. It's been going on for years in Chicago. It's been going on for years where I worked. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017, right here in Sarasota, Florida. They weren't all, you, you could call in and say, you know what, I'm sick today. I would always tell them why I was sick, but you never had to. Supervisor never even had the right to ask you what's wrong. So now they have the right to ask you your vaccination status where you have to click yes or no. And then you have to have to, if you say no, you have to comply to weekly testing they, where they shove that thing up to your, up your nostrils about four inches. No, thank you. With whatever chemicals they have on that thing. No, thank you. They have no right to do that. She says things like you're going to ignore your chain of command. Well, you know what? People hung at Nuremberg for not ignoring their chain of command, you moronic mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Just because it's chain of command and an order from a superior does not mean it trumps all moral sense. And it certainly doesn't mean it trumps the Constitution of the United States of America because a sergeant or a lieutenant in the CPD tells you to go on a computer and and and, and tell everybody, confess your, your vaccination or lack thereof history. No, no, we, we are not ruled by sergeants and lieutenants and police commissioners and mayors. We have no rulers. We are ruled by a document called the Constitution of the United States of America, which trumps every one of these COVID tyrannists. So yes, if a superior officer in the chain of command commands you to get vaccinated, you say no. They command you to confess your medical history, you tell them no. Listen, the Nuremberg dictates, the Nuremberg doctrine itself says that nobody is ever allowed to push on you an experimental drug. Nobody can ever force you to be vaccinated, period. And I know what they'll say. I get it. The, the argument they use every time is we've had mandated you know, vaccines for years. Then the measles vaccine. Will you ever look at the history of the measles vaccine? First of all, the measles vaccine is not a mutational shift virus. So you can actually have a, a vaccine and it, it, it exists only in humans. does not have an animal host. Therefore, it's not a mutational shift virus. So it works in human beings to eliminate measles exclusively in human beings. So, but the measles vaccination took between 10 and 15 years to develop. And then after that, 
It took six years or more, six to 16 years to be FDA approved. And then after that, after FDA actually took, I got that wrong, 10 to 15 years to develop and be FDA approved. And then another six to 16 years after FDA, FDA approval to be mandated. So it took 30 years almost between 25 and 30 years for the measles, measles vaccine to be mandated. And this vac- vaccine has been mandated in less than a year in total developed in around 18 months implemented. And now not even still not FDA approved. If you're not in the military and that, and that only started in September, so all the time up to September, January, all the way through September, the military was receiving a non FDA approved vaccination. And if you're not in the military right now receiving Comirnaty, you're not getting an FDA-approved vaccination. Moderna is not FDA-approved. Pfizer's not FDA-approved. Only Comirnaty, which is Pfizer at BioNTech, has been approved, and that's not available to you. Those are absolute facts. Senator Ron Johnson said it right in an interview on Fox News. So yes, you ignore your chain of the command. That doesn't mean they're not the end all be all morality. The Bible is the end all be all. And you take it down a couple notches. The constitution is the end all be all. Not some uh, vaccine draconian tyrannist in the chain of command at the CPD. No, thank you. Does that mean, oh, you mean you're telling me, Tom, to lose my job instead of take the vaccination? Lose your job? Or you can look at the, go ahead and look at the European Union statistics where they have double the amount of COVID deaths than last year after everybody's been vaccinated. I wonder why that is. You want to, you want to roll those dice? Maybe you ought to retire from the CPD and go into a state like Wyoming, Florida, Texas, and get another, Oklahoma, get another cop job somewhere else. There's plenty of, plenty of openings. Very difficult to hire anybody right now. There's plenty of openings. All right, COVID-1984 video. A little more than one-third of the Chicago Police Department have still not complied with the mandate. The deadline was Friday. It's now Tuesday. Play it for me. Chicago police officers facing the fallout today from their decision not to comply with the mayor's requirement that by Friday midnight they had to report their vaccination status. Today, police brass hauling in those defiant officers, giving them one more chance to comply. Some officers still refusing. The disciplinary process began with those officers and civilian employees working at police headquarters. After being given a direct order and several chances to upload their status to the city's portal, those who refuse paying the price. At that point, Human Resources will give you another opportunity to go in the portal. If you do not go in the portal at that point and comply, you are placed in a no-pay status and you are stripped of your police powers immediately. The mayor saying similar steps are being taken against employees in any department who did not comply with the reporting requirement. Let's be clear, it's not <clears throat> an action against the FOP. I deeply believe that the only way that we can maximize safety in our workplace is by getting our employees vaccinated. The city saying 79% of employees have reported their vaccination status, but of the more than 12,000 police employees, only 8,227 reported their vaccination status, which is just 64%, the lowest of any department. The remaining 4,543 employees now facing possible disciplinary action if they continue to defy orders. One alderman frustrated that it came to this, sadly, on a day a police officer is shot in the line of duty. There's certainly a better way 
to approach the fact that there's a number of police officers who have failed to comply with the direct order to get vaccinated. There's a better way to do it besides publicly vilifying them and threatening them with their job at a time when they put their life on the line. On Wednesday, the two sides are going back to court. The FOP asking the judge who heard the case on Friday to recuse herself. He said, I want to just give a shout out there that John Catanzaro there, the head of the FOP. That's the guy she said, Lori Lightfoot said, destroyed his, his law enforcement career. He's the head of the Fraternal Order of Police in Chicago, far from destroying his law enforcement career. Second of all, you hear, you see how Lori Lightfoot says, this is the vax, vaccination to maximize safety for all city employees. When, again, let me reiterate the numbers, coming out of true health reporting systems in the European Union. 2020 to 2021. 2021 has double the amount of COVID deaths than 2020, and everybody's vaccinated in 2021. In Great Britain, 64% of all COVID deaths, and now starting in, I predicted this would happen, starting in October now, 75% of all COVID deaths in the month of October in Great Britain are fully vaccinated people. Remember, weeks 36 to 39, 36 to 39 in 2020, 571 COVID deaths in Great Britain. Weeks 36 to 39, 2021, 3,000 COVID, 3,026 COVID deaths. 75% of those COVID deaths double vaccinated. And Lori Lightfoot has the audacity to stand at a podium and say, we want to get people vaccinated for their safety. The numbers say exactly the opposite. Galloping, that is not right-wing conspiracy. Galloping gay video, words of concern from Greg Kelly, MP of an Australian politician speaking out. Oh, just go, well, okay, just go to the next one then. Just go, whatever, whenever I'm screwing up, just go to the one that I'm screwing up on. Play it for me. Yet that very same vaccine made in the USA is not approved in the USA to inject in 12 to 17 year old American kids. The American Food and Drug Administration, their FDA, has not authorized Moderna to be injected into 12 to 17 year old American kids because they've got concerns about the risks of myocarditis and pericarditis, which is heart inflammation. They've got concerns that they don't have the data to be able to make an accurate judgment whether that should be injected into those kids. And yet here in Australia, Moderna are able to export it into Australia and our TGA, oh mate, she'll be right. Just shoot this stuff up into the arms of Australian teenagers. This is outrageous, absolutely outrageous that in the country of origin where a product is made, it can't be used because they don't think it's safe and yet they can export that same stuff to Australia and inject the... So why is that happening? Why exactly is that happening? Well, it's very easily explained. We're going to the next video, guys. Just going to skip that. Avi, the Avi Remini video. Let's go to that one. This is very easily explained. Why would this be happening? Why would you be injecting kids? You have Moderna created in the United States where it's not been FDA approved, where it's not allowed to be injected in anybody under the age of 18. But in Australia, they're pumping veins full of Moderna. It's not even FDA approved. It's outlawed in America for juveniles. Anybody under the age of 18 cannot be injected with Moderna. But yet in Australia, it can. Why would that happen? This is a very simple explanation. Play it for me. 
more concerning to me personally is the fact that um, both Pfizer and AstraZeneca would not allow their products to be sold in Australia unless the Australian government gave them a full indemnity that if they killed anyone or maimed them, they wouldn't be responsible, the government would be. So I find that a very disturbing thing, that the government didn't take the view and say, well, if you're confident in your product, you should stand behind it. You're up here today. Mm. It's irresponsible. Well, I don't believe that. You know, but what but, would you say to those but, business owners well, that can't open their business well, because, I would say it's because their Premier is telling them that the only way out is a double jab and that's what they've been told? Yeah, I'd say their Premier is lying to them. I'd say that she's under an IPAC inquiry, that a particular lobbyist in Sydney controls the Liberal Party in Sydney and has told her that the only way she gets out of that inquiry is if she pushes the double jab and his clients are AstraZeneca and his clients yeah, are Pfizer. That, that's that's what I'd say. Well, if you don't want to be the answer the question, you know, I'll answer the question to start with. That's what I'd tell them, and I'd say that what the Premier's telling them is not true, and that that policy should, they shouldn't be locked down, businesses should be open, and the, go and the government's using this as an excuse to destroy them. And that's, they know that. Do you, that, think that's, they, 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 do you think that the Premier of New South Wales wants to destroy business? I do. And, and, why, why would she do that? Because it's your economy. Because she's, as I tried to explain to you, that she's being directed by a lobbyist in Sydney who's being paid by AstraZeneca and by Pfizer tens of millions of dollars to get these policies through to make sure the vaccine is, is pushed. That's why. You asked the question, I gave you the answer. And that's my personal... The reason why they push vaccines that are not safe for people is for the love of money, which is the root of all evil. There are lobbyists, that's Australia, and if it's happening in Australia, you know darn well it's happening here. This is all about money, power, political power, and controlling you to get those things. That's all that it's been about from day one. Used to manipulate an election to get the dundering moron that we have in the White House right now. They use COVID-19 to do that, to where, you know what, nobody can vote in person because you got the black plague out there. It's going to get you if you go and vote in person. That's what they did. So you had Mark Zuckerberg, member of the World Economic Forum, outright supporter of the baby butchering Democratic Party, sets out his Zucker boxes all over every urban city in the country, collecting tens of millions of unmarked, unverified, no signature verification, no chain of custody ballots that were counted all in favor of Joe Biden showing up at all hours of the night in Atlanta, in Milwaukee, in Pittsburgh, in Phoenix, Maricopa County. All this is what happened. That's that's exactly why it happened in Philadelphia. I could go one city after another. That's what that that's what it's been about from day one. All right. Scotty McGuire tweet. London, Bill Gates today before having dinner with Boris Johnson. I want to ask this question real quick. Why is Bill Gates having, Bill Gates is nothing more than a business owner. Why does he get to have dinner with Boris Johnson? But here was the response of some citizens around his car. I want to tell you this because the world is waking up. You need to understand something. The, the elitist, globalist, bourgeois snobs are a very small minority 
that control another small, very outspoken, bullying minority that is endlessly trying to trick you into thinking that you're the minority. We are not, listen, there's 8 billion people live on the planet only allegedly, I don't even believe that number, but 2 billion people have been vaccinated. I don't really believe that 2 billion, just like I don't believe Joe Biden when he pushes out 178 million Americans have been vaccinated. I don't believe any of that because those are the same people that said he received 84 million votes so i just want to know why does bill gates get access to boris johnson he's simply a business owner that's all that he is but people are starting to wake up play the video for me you murdering bill gates you We are arising. We've had it with these people. Bill Gates, who's been caught sterilizing people through polio vaccines, paralyzing 496 Indian children, 496,000 Indian children. He's booted out of the entire country of India with a billion people booted out Has a Supreme Court case hanging over his head there. And yet he's meeting with Boris Johnson sent tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. We've had it with these people. What do you need Bill Gates for? We don't need Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the largest independent farmland owner in America. Why is he buying up giant swaths of farmland as a tech vaccine pimp? Why is he doing that? It was was all about your health, COVID-caving pastor, COVID-caving politician, COVID-caving conservative pundit. It's all about your health. You still believe that? As this guy pimps vaccines all over the planet and simultaneously buys up the PCR test stock, buys up the PCR test companies, buys up the farmland in America. But it's all about your health, right? You have to be you have to be willfully stupid to still think that any of this has anything to do with your health. You have to be purposely ignorant to think that. All right, Aaron Ginn video. The, I love the I love how Aaron Ginn titles his videos. The Italian police use water cannons to save protesters from the dangers of COVID. Play it for me. You know, can you feel the love tonight? I guess that's why all of you told me why. That's why you put your masks on, right? 
So the people come out and get sprayed with water cannons for innocently protesting and not breaking any laws, right? That you you feel still feel that love. Remember when you, you, you felt so much love that you shut your church down, you, you strapped on your mask and you, you put gloves on and you quarantined, put out pictures of yourself baking cookies with your kids every day on quarantine day one, two, three, and you thought you were so loving as an evangelical Christian when you watch videos like this and the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe. Do you still feel the love? You still feeling the love? So I just want you to know you're not alone. This is all over the nation of Italy, all over the nation of France, all over even the nation of Australia. People are protesting. I don't know if Australia can come back to life. I think there's just maybe they may be too far gone. Maybe Canada too. But there's hope in Italy. There's hope in France. There really is. There's hope in Great Britain. All right, let's go to the next one. The first video. This is Dan Bongino gives ultimatum to cumulus radio over vaccine mandate. Yeah, just skip the, yeah, go that one. Over vaccine mandate, you can have, you can have me or you can have the mandate. What's happened is Cumulus Radio, and it's so funny, Dan Bongino does his, all of his broadcasts from his home in Florida. Why would he need to be vaccinated? I I think he might even be vaccinated because he's a cancer survivor and might have gotten tricked into it. I don't know for sure, but he's standing up regardless against the mandates. So, Why would he even need, just using him symbolically, why would he, alone in his home, probably at least 10 feet apart from anybody helping him to produce the show, which I believe is his wife and one other person, he has another producer working up in Maryland that does the show live with him, why would he ever need to be vaccinated? Explain to me the science behind that. See, that's the problem. See, it's got nothing to do with science. It has to do with control. What do you mean, Tom? What specifically do you mean? Specifically, do you mean by control? What do you mean? Well, here's the thing. It doesn't really matter what the mechanism is. We know that it's not about your health. We know they don't give a Listen, the baby butchers who butcher 60 million babies per year worldwide don't care about anybody's health. We got that. So during the same time that they've been allegedly trying to save the three to four million people who have died of COVID, according to their numbers, 100 million babies have been aborted. 300 million people have starved to death as a result of the lockdowns. So we know that that's about half a billion people have died because of these same people. They've killed about half a billion people while they allegedly were trying to save three million. So we know they don't give a crap about life. They don't give a crap about your health. We got that. So what they're trying to do is see who will listen to us. If you won't listen to us, we are going to try to force you into listening to us. And we want to see who we can force into listening to us. Because once we know who they are, we will control their life. We will continue to take more and more giant swaths of freedom from them. All of these people that think right now, you see like the University of uh, the Washington State University coach get fired along with four of his assistant coaches because they refused to take the vaccination. Well, you had one of those Seattle papers come out and say they weren't fired. They, they were let go because they refused to comply to life saving measures. So I asked that reporter, what are you going to do when they ask you to lay down your job for life-saving measures? All the while, you as that reporter are saying, they'll never come and do that to me because I complied. I, I'm, I, have, I have complied with the tyranny. Therefore, the tyranny will never come for me. 
Well, what, what about when they come to you and say, let's say you're, uh, you're 40 years old? This has already been put forward by a Democratic politician in a specific state. They wants all men to be sterilized post-40. You going to comply with that? It's for your health. It, you, know, you know, it's for worldwide health because we're trying to lower the Earth's population so that, that we can lower carbon emissions. See, it's, oh, that's for health too. So are you going to lay down your life? you going to lay down your child rearing for that? Just curious. You don't think that that sort of thing will come for you? How about, you know what? We notice, you know, that you're a 37-year-old white woman reporter. And, you know, there just isn't enough gender equity in your office. So for the good of humanity, we need you to lay your life down. You be jobless. Would you be willing to do that, correct? Just like this coach, he needs to be willing to take a vaccination. You need to be willing to lay your job down. You're going to be good with that, but you don't, you don't think that that'll ever happen to you because currently you're complying with the tyranny. Tyranny knows no bounds. It will come for you. It will come whether you're a Democrat or whether you're a Republican, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. You must stand. Here's Dan Bongino standing. Play it for me. Imagine the countless number of individuals trying to explain to these companies ever thought of that. The countless numbers of moms and dads who are sitting at some kitchen table explaining to their kids how they may have to move out, how daddy doesn't have a job because a bunch of people in a C-suite thought it'd be a good idea to sit around and play pretend Dr. Fauci for a moment and mandate people jam something in their bodies that they don't want to take. You ever put yourself in that, in that role? You ever put yourself at that kitchen table with mom and dad telling their kids that? Imagine how the kids respond, that fear they got to live with. You know, I grew up without a lot of money. My mom used to make bologna sandwiches for dinner. And when the bologna was no good, you'd cook it and you'd make it good right quick, right? I'm not leaving any of those guys behind. Can have me... Well, you can have the mandate, but you can't have both of us. Do you realize what he's risking? He's risking millions upon millions of dollars. That's what it takes. That's what you do. When this all started, 30 to 40% of my church walked. This is my livelihood. They walked. You know what I did? Nothing. I didn't change a freaking thing. I did nothing. I stood right where I'm supposed to stand, which is the word of God. Not the rest of you walkers who said, you know what? We believe the Bible, but you have to use wisdom. No, no. I stood right on the word of God because I know that they'll close the church temporarily now. And you think that as you yield, they'll let you open it later. They'll let you open it later at half capacity on the way to shutting you down for life. Because they hate God and they hate people. The tyranny knows no bounds. And it will come for every liberal reporter. It will come for every liberal politician. It will come for you. Eventually there will be a demand on you that will be you either comply or you lose your livelihood. That's going to happen to you too. Because once you lose tyranny... It knows no bounds except for the author of the of tyranny, which in the end times is the beast one and the beast two and the master of the two beasts, which is the dragon. 
Now, this is starting to happen all over the country, and this is a shame. The Galloping Gay video, this is shamefully sick. This is a hero treated like a zero. Another police resignation. Let's play a minute of this. Play it for me. This is my final sign-off. Um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick. I've played sick. Um, we've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So. State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Hensley can kiss my ass. thank you for your 22 years and five months of service to the citizens of Washington State. You've taken on many roles in your time with the patrol. In your first year, you delivered a baby while on patrol in Bremerton. You've been a DRE, DRE instructor, certified technical specialist, and reconstructionist, peer support member, part of the chaplaincy board, and a CBD trooper. You've been a great role model and mentor for all young troopers serving in the area by sharing your knowledge and experience throughout the years. Thank you for your service. 1906. That's what has to happen. Jay Inslee, that's the, he's speaking of the governor of Washington State, just, and you have right next door, Kate Brown, another COVID tyrannist in the state of Oregon. This is what it takes. It's sad. This is the thing. I, I speak this to all my law enforcement brothers and sisters. If you think that you're going to comply your way out, that you're buying yourself years of time because you've taken the jab, or you're complying with the mandatory tests. You are not. Because they will come with the next thing. Before long. That they will say. You will choose this. Or you choose your career. You will either do what we tell you to do. Or you will be forced to resign. Or retire. And here's the thing too. And I've screwed up a bunch of stuff tonight on the show. One of the, thing, one of the slides that I screwed up on. Was Chicago. The city of Chicago. Is trying to withhold retirement from CPD cops that are retiring now instead of taking the jab. Their tyranny, again, knows no bounds. There it is. Thank you, guys. Breaking Chicago threatens to withhold retirement benefits from police officers who retire rather than submit the city's COVID vaccine mandate. There you go. Their tyranny, no, you think it's not going to come for you? It, it will come for you. Eventually, I mean, who knows what it'll be? Will it be, you know what, you can either not carry a gun anymore or you can keep your job? What are you going to do then? You don't think that could happen? It, well, you know, you either have to run whenever you're assailed or you lose your job. Which one? What are you going to do? Oh, that one never. Oh, really? You didn't think that ever mandate a vaccine on you either, did you? A lot of you cops even, which I have despised for a long time, You've been out there enforcing ridiculous, unconstitutional COVID laws and arresting people for not wearing masks and social distancing, including right here in my home state of Florida, mainly in South Florida. And now, you, now you're being forced. See, it turns on you. Do you see it? You have to see it. 
You're out there thinking, you know what? I'm doing what I'm told. I'm obeying orders. Got to feed the fam, all that stuff, right? So I'm going to issue these summons for people not wearing masks and not social distancing and gathering where they shouldn't. And now it turns on you and now you have to take a jab that you know is potentially or is absolutely lethal. Right? And now it's turned on you. You see, because tyranny knows no bounds. It will gobble you up. A lot of you liberals out there, you think that you're serving a liberal party of the Democratic Party. You are not. You are serving a globalist, elitist snobbery that cares only for their own personal power. They don't care about you. They don't even care about liberal attributes, what you would consider to be liberal attributes. They don't even care about the liberal agenda. They care about party only and use the liberal agenda to gain power for their own individual purposes. I.e. the hypocrisy that you see where John Kerry pimps global warming throughout the planet and then flies his private jet like Leonardo DiCaprio, another climate climate change advocate, flying in their private jets. They never cared about climate. It's for a greater purpose, which is their own personal wealth, power, and influence. And they use liberality to do it. And some conservatives do the same thing. Ben Sass, Mitt Romney, they're all globalist elitist snobs that are using the right wing they use right wing ideology to to create their own personal wealth and power they never have cared about abortion they've never cared about low taxation they simply use those things to stay in power and at the right minute they'll jettison all of their alleged convictions for their own personal wealth that's the ben sasses of the world the mitt romneys of the world the lisa Murkowski's of the world the susan collins of the world and many other leftist republicans because it's never some of you guys you are liberal you're old school liberal you're like free to be a bird and beast even you even like just let me live my life free we have a lot more in common now you need to come on the side with people like me because your own party is coming after you to control your life Without hesitation. All right, lifenews.com tweet. The Supreme Court, just so we know where everybody where everybody sits. The Supreme Court has denied a request by thousands of Christian health care workers in Maine to block the COVID vaccine mandate. Please keep these medical professionals in your prayer. So I just want to ask this. So here we have the Supreme Court has denied a request. I don't know why you can't just hear the case, but they've denied a request by thousands of Christian healthcare workers in Maine to block the COVID vaccine mandate. So I want to ask, where's Amy Coney Barrett? Um, Where's Brett Kavanaugh? Where's Neil Gorsuch? Where's Clarence Thomas? Well, John Roberts is already gone. Then where's Samuel Alito? Where are these? I'm, I'm counting, leave Roberts off. We still have five. We own the court six to three. Allegedly, if you count Roberts, five to four without Roberts. So what exactly happened here? Where, where is our side? What, is, what has gone wrong here? I mean, Trump, Trump nominated Kavanaugh, Coney Barrett, and Gorsuch, and not one of them is going to hear a case of where Christian healthcare workers who don't want to be injected with fetal baby parts into their bloodstream 
who have a legitimate religious exemption and the Supreme Court won't even hear the case? I just want you to know where we stand right now. And that is why we have to put in legitimate MAGA, make America great again, populist, America first people into office. Even if it doesn't, even if, you know what? Well, that guy seems like he might be way more electable because he's a centrist. The centrists are nothing more than Switzerland. Switzerland that calls themselves neutral. You're never neutral. You're simply conquered. All right, onward. Let's talk about Pete Buttigieg for a couple minutes. This is Nikki McCain uh, screaming as video. This is Tucker mocking Pete Buttigieg. Play it for me. But still, the White House does not seem concerned. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. But now he's back in office as the transportation secretary, and he's deeply amused, he says, to see that dozens of container ships can't get into this country. So there you go. We have something I've never seen before in my life. Again, this has happened more over the last two years than last 20 months as we're entering into 20 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I've said I've never seen that before 800 times in the last 20 months. And as we have about 100 ships sitting off the coast of L.A. right now, unable to dock and unload their goods, which we've never seen before, the transportation secretary, who is a man married to another man, is at home on paternity leave. How does that make any sense? Since when, by the way? Today is what, October 18th? 19th. Today's October 19th. He's still not back, and he's been on maternity leave since August. Since August, this is why you never put a mask on your face when you know that it's a fraud. When you, this is why you don't lock down when you know that it's a fraud. You don't do those things because you're trying to be nice and considerate and being a community partner and good neighbor. This, that's why you don't do it because you end up with the Pete Buttigieg's of the world who was a mayor of South Bend, Indiana. That's all he's ever done. And now he's the transportation secretary of the largest global economy on the planet in the history of the world. That's what it gets you. Because your compliance ushered in a fraudulent election that put this clown in office. All right, Sam GH tweet. Still talking about Pete Buttigieg. This is the world we live in. The U.S. Transportation Secretary, who is in charge of USDOT, has been on paternity leave since August. Pete's salary is $221,400 a year, paid by your taxes. For fun, I'll add that Pete's entitled to $51,092 paternity leave, 12 weeks. That's, that's, that's what we have in office. This is Pete. You got my pictures for me? There's Pete. Next one. There's Pete on vacation, on paternity leave with his $244,000 per year doing absolutely nothing while we have absolutely no supplies being unloaded in LA, which thank goodness we have Ron DeSantis offering up Florida. But here's the thing to, to, to dock ships. Luckily we have Jen Psaki to answer all of our questions. Disclosed TV tweet, I mean video. Now, Saki, backlog at U.S. ports because more goods are being ordered. The audacity of these people to walk up to a national bully pulpit, a national podium, and spew lies is truly unbelievable. But let's watch her do it for just a minute. Play it for me. 
Thanks, Jen. Um, I just want to follow up on, on the supply chain that you just said was uh, you were seeing some serious progress on that front. So a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, there. So the Port of Long Beach yesterday saw this new record broken. 100 vessels at anchor waiting to enter. Normally pre-COVID, they're seeing 17 ships, uh, give or take, at anchor. Is the president satisfied today on where things stand? The president is satisfied that progress continues to be made. And one of the reasons that uh, there has been uh, so much traffic uh, in a lot of these ports is because there are more goods that are being ordered by people across the country. People have more uh, money, expendable resources, uh, their wages. Now, all that's lies. Now, let's look at this. First of all, she says the president is happy with the progress that's being made. That's like saying, you know what? We had... You know, 500 people die last year for useless reasons. Well, we're making progress this year that we had 498 people die for useless reasons. There never needs to be people die for useless reasons. That's very similar to our immigration problem, where you have a whole bunch of illegal immigrants come across the border, murder Americans, but we're working on the problem. There never needed to be a problem. There never needed to be a supply. Why was there zero supply chain problems with Donald Trump? Credit where credit is due. Why was there zero supply chain problems with Barack Obama, with George W. Bush, with Bill Clinton, with George Herbert Walker Bush, with Ronald Reagan, even Jimmy Carter? I see, I keep going. And and, uh, 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 Gerald Ford, Richard Nixon. Why was there none ever until now? We've never had boats, a hundred boats docked off of LA, unable to dock to unload their goods ever in the history of the world, of the United States. Why is it happening now? I want to ask this. We do need to delve into this question. Could it be on purpose? Could it be on purpose because they're trying to once again, well, let's see, we can get them to wear a mask because it's, it's all about compliance. Compliance for what? To see what you'll put up with. The more that you, the more ground you give, the more freedoms they take from you. So here they're saying, you know what? We're going to limit the supply of goods in America. And then what we'll do is offer them a solution of their own rationing. Well, the progress is being made. And Americans, oh, good. And what the Americans forget was what was at one time 100%. Americans have already forgotten. Well, what used to be what the Americans have already forgotten. Many of them have already forgotten what it's like to live in a pre-COVID world. So could this be on purpose? To limit the supply, cause the problem so that they can give the supply as they see fit. They already did it with monoclonal therapies, Regeneron. They didn't like that Ron DeSantis was setting the world on fire right down here in Florida, basically saving every COVID life that could be possibly saved with Regeneron, with monoclonal therapies. So what did Joe Biden do? He bought up, he controlled every single company that produces it until Ron DeSantis endgamed him. And he controlled the monoclonal therapies, the Regeneron factories, the Regeneron companies. And then in the name of equity, cut off 50% of the supply to Florida. See, it could be the very same thing here. But pulling off of that for just a minute, how can she said that allegedly people, quote, people have more money and wages are up. Is that true? Well, let's look. Wages are up this year. A startling, ready? 1%. So 
That uh, Now, we've had many times where during the entire Trump administration, they went up way more than that every year. Never caused a supply chain problem. It wasn't, it's not, don't, don't let them fool you and say that it was COVID because COVID was around for all, basically all of Trump's final year. Never had a supply chain problem at all. And she says, so wages are up 1%, which is minuscule, but inflation is up 5 to 50%, depending on what goods you're talking about. So our wage, no wages are down 4 to 49%. So she's absolutely bold-faced lying. Townhold.com video. Reporter, given the seriousness of the supply chain crisis, wouldn't it be wise for the secretary, Buttigieg, to come back to work? Play it for me. Given the seriousness of the the the, the supply chain crisis and the, the multiple issues that you outlined, wouldn't it be wise for the secretary to get back on the bicycle, so to speak, and come back to work. A new poll found that 65% of voters think that given what's going on, he should come back to work. He's at work. He's on paternity leave. Uh, I was on a conference call with him this morning. He's in, he's in the department now, every day. Listen, Emerald, I think what you're getting at here is this question about whether uh, men, parents, uh, women should have paternity and maternity leave. And the answer is absolutely yes. In our view, you see how she spins it. They do this every time somebody tried to approach Terry McAuliffe, the guy running for governor, the liberal hack, baby butchering Democrat running for governor of Virginia, tried to approach him and talk to him about controversial issues. Basically, McAuliffe said that parents have no right to, to have any sort of say in their kid's education. Guy tried to ask him about it and the, he goes, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated to keep him away? This is what they always do. She simply asks him, asks uh, Peppermint Patty, Jen Psaki, a question. She asks, I believe this Emerald Robinson is actually asking this question. Shouldn't the secretary be back at work? And she spins it into a liberal diatribe of parental leave. She never said one thing. And by the way, he's been off since August, August, September, half of October on his 12 month paternity leave. And he's a man. So you see how they work. They will always come up with, they will find their reason to either not answer the question by shifting it, by doing a Potomac two-step, by doing a diversionary tactic, or they will grab power by doing the same thing. A diversionary tactic like systemic racism, like COVID-19. Now let's grab power. Even the Republicans did it. George W. Bush did it. Using 9-11 with the Patriot Act, being able to listen in on Americans without warrants. They use a very, very, the odds of anybody ever dying in a terrorist attack are minuscule. The odds of dying of COVID-19 is 0.1% post-infection. But they'll use that minuscule proportion, that minuscule percentage to usher in tyranny. Using an exaggeration that this is a... uh, existential threat to your life, COVID-19. That systemic racism, the white cop is an existential threat to the black American, which either one of those are in any any way, shape or form true. They, but on occasion, a black, a white man, a white officer kills a black man on occasion, about 20,000, 20,779 of the alleged 700,000 COVID deaths in America are exclusively from COVID. All the rest of those deaths had significant comorbidities. 
But they still, there still is not 700,000. But that's their tactic. That's what they do every time. All right, Washington Free Beacon video. When New York Times reporter Michael Shear asks about the ongoing supply chain crisis, Saki jokes about the tragedy of the treadmill. Play it for me. Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. Um, actions that the president has taken. It, it was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that, that the supply chains across the world had been disrupted. Even as, as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people, it was, it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and, and furniture and treadmills delivered on time, not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is it... The tragedy of the, short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right, the treadmill, right, problem. See how she just doesn't give a crap about anything? Now, if, if it was her item, she would care. But because it's somebody else's, she doesn't care. And she, listen, as the globalist, elitist, bourgeois snob that she is, none of her stuff will ever be delayed. Nothing. She's got, I think, at least one small kid at home. That kid will have every single Christmas present that that kid wants, needs, or desires under the tree. Your kid, on the other hand, not so much. Just like she always has the guns surrounding her while she tries to outlaw the guns surrounding you. Just like she will always have her capital police force while she tries to defund your police force. It's why like right now, I may not get to this, so I want to say it, want to get this out. The squad, which is AOC, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and uh, Ilan Omar, the squad. Well, they're all about defunding the police, but why is it that they fully funded and increased the budget of the Capitol Police Force, which is now opening up satellite offices throughout the United States, the Capitol Police Force, while your own sheriff's department, your own police department is defunded, their departments are completely funded. Yeah, throw that up there, but thank you. There you go, right there. Glenn Greenwald, the squad all agreed to vote no on more spending for Capitol Police so they could tell the leftist followers, look at us, we defy Pelosi, we're anti-police. Unfortunately, we lost. When they realized their votes would actually sink it, sink it, they changed. They voted to fully fund and increase the funding of their personal police force. Why are these satellite offices being instituted, being formed all around the nation? Why? To investigate threats to congressmen and women. So their own personal security, which is a multi, Aaron found it for me one time, I can't remember what it was, hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars to the Capitol Police Force, which I believe is about 2,700 guys, 2.5 square, square mile area. And they're, they have a larger budget than the Detroit Police Department. They, they patrol Congress, the Capitol, and surrounding grounds, about a 2.5 square mile area with 2,700 officers have gotten refunded and added millions, tens of millions to their budget. You're the best, Aaron. Thank you very much. The Capitol Police would get $603 million this year, an $88.4 million boost over the year before. That's what the squad just voted for. They want to take away your personal police in your, your local sheriff, your local police department, and institute their own police. Again, causing the problem, a vast increase in crime because of the defunding of police, and then offer their solution. 
They create a manufactured gain-of-function virus, whatever the motivations were, whether intentional release or not, regardless of that, Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, the CCP, Ralph Barrick, Peter Daszak, everybody formed a virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's a fact. How it got out, nobody can prove, nor will we probably ever be able to prove because we have no cooperation from the CCP, from the Chinese government. But regardless, they created the problem and now they are offering the solution. That is what they do every time. Yeah, throw that up. That's interesting. Put that up there. There we go. This is the Capitol Police District. <laughs> Look how small it is. What'd you say, Aaron? That's it. Yeah. Two, two miles? Yeah. Okay. And my producer, Aaron, just told me it's two miles. I said 2.5. I was giving him credit. 2,700 officers. You can bring it back to me or put it side by side. 2,700 officers for a two-mile square, two-square-mile area. Larger, they have more money. And now, 88 million more than what they already had more of than the Detroit Police Department. Than Detroit. All right, let's close with the border. We'll do the border. New York Post tweet. Department of Homeland Security. This is uh, Secretary Mayorkas down there. Just that, you know, his picture's right there. And I just want you to know, he just tested positive for COVID. He's double vaxxed. Just letting you know. DHS cancels border wall contracts in Texas as migrant crisis swells. We allegedly have about 400,000 people heading this way in various size groups. And it's a perfect time to cancel border wall construction. Wouldn't you agree? Again, causing the problem and then we'll offer their own solution. I wonder what that'll be. Oh, this is, let me introduce this video. This is Senator Ron Johnson. I just had to play it. I've played this before. It's one of my favorite clips of all time. Play it for me. Senator Johnson. Secretary Mayorkas, I'm uh, putting a chart that I've been keeping on uh, apprehension southwest border. Uh, just to give you some quick numbers here. Uh, to date, this calendar year, uh, there have been almost 1.3 million apprehensions. Um, we are averaging the last two months 67 to 6,800 people per day. That's a large caravan per day being apprehended by Border Patrol. Uh, eight to 1,100 known gotaways, which would equate some, somewhere over 300,000 gotaways, known gotaways for, for the year. Uh, if you annualize these figures, been a couple hundred thousand people per month, uh, we'll be up to about 2.1 million apprehensions. Add the, get the getaways, three to 400,000, we're up to two, two and a half million people. Um, you've repeatedly stated that our borders are not open, that they're closed. Do you honestly believe that our borders are closed? Um, Senator, uh, I do. And... Um let me um, uh, let me speak uh, to that. We have no. no l l let me ask you a couple questions here. Um, we re this committee received it was dated September 11th, but apparently this letter was not received till Thursday. I didn't find out about it till yesterday. I, I released it to the public immediately. By recently retired U.S. Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott. Uh, in this letter, former Chief Scott states. He is sickened by the avoidable and rapid disintegration of what was arguably the most effective border security in our nation's history. And, of course, the chart shows it. Uh, we'd pretty well secured the border. We'd stopped the flow of unaccompanied children. We'd stopped the flow of family units. 
because of the migrant protection protocols, the agreements that uh, President Trump put in place, the, the building of the wall. We were serious about border security until your administration took office. You stood before this committee and said that you would enforce the laws. You have not done that. Let me go on. Chief Scott says, to think that well-resourced terrorist networks, criminal organizations, and hostile nations are not going to do the same, in other words, exploit the open border, is naive. Here's what's very troubling. He said, the Secretary and other political appointees within DHS have provided factually incorrect information to congressional representatives and to the American public. So let me ask you, Mr. Secretary, of the 1.3 million people that we've apprehended, how many people have been returned, how many people are being detained, and how many people have been dispersed? And I want some numbers here. So we've got, again, 1.3 million people. How many people have been returned? How many people are being detained? How many people have been dispersed to all points around America? Uh, Senator, I would be pleased to provide you with that data. I want them now. Why don't you have that information now? Uh, Senator, I do not have that data. Why not? Army. Why don't you have that basic information? Sen I just love that confrontation right there. I love it. And again, DHS Secretary Mayorkas, double jabbed, tested positive for COVID today. Great vaccine they got going there. All right, Alex uh, Brucewitz tweet. We, where we started and where we are now. This is hysterical. These are two... One tweet from Joe Biden. Yeah, put up that first. There you go. D Donald Trump's remain in Mexico policy is dangerous, inhumane, goes against everything we stand for as a nation of immigrants. My administration will end it. So there we have there. Leave that up there for me. Now, remember what I told you a minute ago. These people, these bourgeois, elitist, globalist snobs are totalitarians. They're not liberals. They're only liberal in the sense of Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler or Benito Mussolini or Mao. They are not. They are only using liberalism to usher in their own personal power. Because here you have him saying that what Donald Trump, Donald Trump's policy was inhumane and dangerous. See, he's using liberalism to usher himself in. Now that he's in, go to the next one for me. Breaking Biden to re-implement Trump's remain in Mexico in November policy. See, he doesn't care now that he's in. He has no morals. Zero. Zero. It's just whatever it takes for his own personal power and agenda. That's the reason why they're trying to vax you. That's the reason why they're trying to mask you. That's the reason why they're trying to get you to have a vaccine passport. It's all for their own political totalitarianism. Right wing or left wing, it doesn't really matter. Legitimate right wing people, legit people that I'm talking about, whether it's the Jim Jordans of the world, the Devin Nunez's, Donald Trump is legitimate right wing. Totally disagree with him on his on the on the vaccine stuff. He's not for mandates, but he's real. He really is right wing. He's an outsider. Disturbs everything. Everybody goes after him. That's how you know he's for real. Ron DeSantis, legit. Those those people are legitimately right. But some people on the left, you're like I said a minute ago, you're you're old school liberal. You're a hippie. You're free to be a burden be. Just let live and let live. All that stuff. That these the leftists like Joe Biden are not like you. You stick with those principles all the time. They use those principles to usher in their own personal agenda and to gain wealth. That's what they do. Kyle Morris tweet: More than 100 million. 
worth of border wall materials are going to waste in Texas after the Biden administration terminated all border construction contracts. Know this. So you have all of the material going to waste, sitting there rotting in the sun. Not only that, but Biden is paying all the contractors that they hired to build the wall to not build the wall. So they lose all the money from the materials while still paying for all the materials and all the workers to the contractors. That's Joe Biden's America. That's why you don't put his mask on your face. That's why you don't take his vaccine. That's why you don't lock down. And you know what Joe Biden's answer to everything is? We're in an extreme crisis at the border. Just like we have a murder, uh, our murder rate in America went up 30% in a year. So what is, what's the Democratic Party solution to these things? Let's defund the police. Oh, you know what? That's not good enough. We're getting a lot. We're getting a much higher murder rate. And, you know, that's a nice thing. So, you know what? That, that's not quite good enough, though. We need to lower cops even more. So let's use the border as an example. So you have the border crisis where you have 200,000 people crossing the border that are caught and then released into the public. I didn't get to that story tonight where Joe Biden's flying, strangely, covered thoroughly on Tim Pool. Follow him. He's old school liberal. Follow Tim Pool. He's talking about Joe Biden loading up planes full of juveniles and juvenile uh, immigrants, flying them all over the country, untracked. Nobody has any idea who they are, where they're going, nothing. Strange how that works, isn't it? Strange how that works. We know we have a global sex slave problem and strange in the middle of the night. Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki actually defended it by saying they weren't in the middle of the night. They were just early morning flights. 2.30 in the morning? Peppermint patty? 4.30 in the morning? Who takes flights at 2.30 and 4.30 in the morning? Nobody. Except for illegal immigrant children that Joe Biden's flying all over the country. Namely, New Jersey, Jacksonville. Who knows what's going on? So we have a globe, we have a, a national apocalypse happening at the border where you would need more and more border patrol agents, right? Well, here comes Joe Biden's solution. Border patrol agents must be vaccinated by November or face being fired. So it's the same thing. It's a common spirit. Democratic Party, what they do, we have a murder rate going up 30% in the country via the defund police movement. So you have a shortage of cops. 200 cops have already left Seattle Police Department. 400 are slated to leave again. And then what's Seattle, what's Jenny Durkin doing, or whoever's the mayor there now? What, what, what's she doing? Implementing a vaccine mandate to lower them even more. Why would they do that? Why here you have a border patrol agent crisis? There's not enough of them. So what do you do? Let's lower them down by 20 to 40% via a, ma- a vaccination mandate. Why would they do this? To offer the solution. What will that solution be? Not sure. They, we've already seen the Democratic Party beg for United Nations troops to come in and secure the Capitol. We've already seen them do that. We've already seen the Democratic Party try to turn over race relation issues in the United States over to the United Nations. Tom, you're talking, you sound like you might believe in the book of Revelation. I do believe in the book of Revelation. But what I also believe is that we can turn 
this country around while it is called today. Our kids can have kids. We can turn it around. We don't have to look like Australia. We don't have to look like Canada. None of that has to happen to us. All that it takes is for us to stand. Everybody watching on Rumble, I want you to do me a favor. I need you to share this video. We need to increase our audience on Rumble because you guys, listen, you guys are the ones that are willing to switch over. You're pliable. You're switching over. I just urge everybody to switch over to Rumble. Get off of the tech tyrant media sources of YouTube and Facebook. Switch over to Rumble. Blackrobe TV is mine. TomLipley.com is mine. Switch over as much as you can. Share those sources as much as you can because we need to break loose. Part of the problem is it's difficult to stand when nobody knows you're standing because the sources of that knowledge are controlled by globalist, propagandist, tyrants, Globalist elitists like Mark Zuckerberg, the owner of Google, all those. And Zuckerberg's the owner of Facebook. I know that kiss never can pronounce the owner of Google. But switch over, do all those things. We need to stand. And you can. Your time may come. My can my time came back in April of 20 March of 2020. I had a decision to make. Am I going to be like every other pastor in this area and lock down my church? I said, absolutely not. And then people like Rodney Howard Brown got arrested and turned it all around right here in Florida. Actually, not people like the only person, Rodney Howard Brown got arrested right here in Florida and turned it around for the whole nation. And nobody, nobody bought in. It's a shame. Some did, but hardly any. We must stand. And I want to leave you with this. We are the majority. They're trying to fool you into thinking you're the minority. And for those of you that have caved to COVID, you don't need to apologize to me. You need to, if you're a Christian, you need to apologize to God and just admit it and join the ranks of us that are saying no more in Jesus name. Stick around for the videos. I love you all back here. Same time Thursday night. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.